Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. We've all likely heard that quote attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. This thought has certainly helped inspire people to feel empowered to do good, to fight for reformation in society and government, knowing that their voice has, it makes a difference. It's a very stirring and motivating thought and one worth taking seriously. We do have the ability to see positive change in the world by our own actions, commitment to ideals that are healing and that seek peace and harmony for all. But the quote, while it is a great catapult to individual action, is not actually what Gandhi said. I found that out as I sat down to prepare this podcast. It turns out what he said was this, and here's some of the quote. We but mirror the world. If we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. This is the divine mystery supreme, a wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. End of quote. That's interesting, and it seems to be even more powerful, isn't it? Because it recognizes that our own awareness of self and our desire to be our best, the man or woman that God made, makes us able to see behaviors change towards us and to have a natural impact on the world around us and the world at large. I think there's a recognition here that our change of consciousness, a change of thought can have a great influence individually and universally. And that's a step we can take and see our experience altered in positive ways. We certainly can feel through truly connecting to our higher selves, those better angels within a call to social action or to be involved in or even initiate projects that have the potential to overturn old or unjust ways of thinking and acting. But we can also simply begin to feel ourselves renewed and to enter the world with the intention of healing its woes rather than either succumbing to the troubles or complaining about them. We can be by our own reliance on God's higher mind, his inspiration and qualities within us, that goodness, his guidance. We can be a change agent in the world around us. I had a teacher use an analogy, which I always found very clear and helpful. And he might have heard it somewhere else, but I heard it first from him. And he asked it as a question. Do you want to be a thermostat or a thermometer? That's a good question. I think we do often find that we're thermometers. We go into a place, whether it's our home, our work, a business we frequent, or the world at large, and our own temperature is responsive to that. We're thermometers. We're indicators of what's going on around us. When inharmony is felt or arguments or fear, we take that on. We read that. We join it. We can read the room in the way that we react, the way that we feel. And this may cause us to flee that scene. Maybe we leave a job or relationship. We feel it's toxic there. And that's often wise, of course. Even Jesus didn't continue to preach in places that weren't receptive to him. He knew that wasn't where he was meant to be. Those people were not ready to hear, to be changed or awakened. He was wasting time. 
But to be a thermostat is to set the temperature of the room or to change the temperature of the room. It's to enter a place, an interaction, a job, a world with a sense that our own being has the ability to alter that temperature, to bring peace to it. We often think those problems we enter into are bigger than us. If it looks bad, then what can we do about it? But we have the ability to be the change. And that's not about willfully making our feelings known and trying to force compliance. It's a kind of revolutionary behavior um, that isn't one that causes others to get defensive, um, which in most cases just stirs things up and makes things worse rather than bringing resolution. But it's about remembering who we are, as Gandhi's saying. It's about not wanting to see what others do, but about changing our nature for the better. Which I would say is actually not so much about changing our nature, but about seeing ourselves as God made us to be, intended us to be, and remembering that as we feel and use that truth about us, that love within us, that fearless calm, the natural joy and true wisdom, then we're bringing the power of God to that situation. It isn't about trying to be the nice guy when everyone else is being evil. It's about remembering that God's qualities are powerful. They are the thermostat that can naturally change a place or situation for the better, either instantly or maybe with our persistence, sometimes we need to maintain that balanced state for a while in order to get the room to respond or the world to become more peaceful and unified and more healthy and hopeful. It starts with each one of us, of course, doing the best we can in each moment. It's a choice to be what God made us to be, to honor him with our thoughts and behavior, to be kind and helpful rather than disgusted and angry or fearful and hopeless. We can start by calming our own thoughts, recognizing that the thermometer is not in control. It's just a gauge of the atmosphere. The thermostat, God's control center, which we have access to as we unite with those qualities of love and goodness, those can change ourselves, our homes, our lives, and our world. Maybe just one degree at a time, but it makes a difference. You can make a difference. Be the change. That's all I have for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions or comments or you want to explore your divine purpose, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.